Hello, and welcome back to the Intake Create podcast, a podcast helping content creators think differently about productivity, projects, and their content careers. Last week, we took a little bit of time to discuss which platform creators should be focusing on, and we also discussed the OnlyFans debacle going on in the news landscape. This week, I want to talk about the overall future of online video and the different ways I see that going, especially with these little sprouts of competition starting up. Of course, before we get to all that, I have to plug a couple things. So you can follow me on Twitter at intake underscore Anthony. You can follow on Instagram at intake.create. And you can sign up for the Creator's Notes newsletter, which sends out the opposite week of the podcast to kind of supplement everything. And you can find that at intakecreate.com and click on newsletter. So right, first thing, I want to talk about this online video and online video bubble. So really, it goes without saying, you don't have to spend too much time on the internet to figure it out, that YouTube, far and away, dominates the online video space. YouTube is just ginormous for how much of a hold it has on online video. And for a very, very, very long time, there's really been no alternative to YouTube. There's been things like Vimeo or Dailymotion or these other ones that pop up every now and then, even Vine. But they don't have the same hold that YouTube does. Whether it's from just bad interfaces, different use cases, bad pricing structures. I'm looking at you, Vimeo. (laughs) But it's just, they haven't been able to unseat YouTube. And so, one of the headlines that's come out this week is that TikTok is overtaking YouTube in terms of usage and engagement. And while this absolutely is a really, really big headline, it's certainly stretching some data a little bit farther than it needs to. So the headline is TikTok overtakes YouTube. But what that actually means is that at this point, TikTok has more time spent per user on the app. So one single user is spending a little bit longer on TikTok than they spend on YouTube. That is ginormous, and we should be talking about that, but instead we took that data point and we stretched it out into TikTok overtaking YouTube, and obviously there's a ton more nuance to that than just TikTok is going to replace YouTube, because that's not true. So I'm going to step back and talk a little bit about how YouTube planted themselves here to have this hold and kind of what I think TikTok actually is in relation to YouTube. YouTube, I think their approach, you can draw a lot of comparisons to Amazon. And early on, 
YouTube planted itself right at the center of online video and really, like, at a loss, poured money into the infrastructure to build out a complete hold on online video. Much like Amazon, early on, spent a ton of money to make themselves the first early leader on in uh, online commerce, or e-commerce. And so by taking a bit of a loss and forcing themselves to become the go-to, pretty much all video content has ended up on YouTube since YouTube's been around. 2006 or whatever it was, probably around there. But in a very similar sense, now that Amazon is this big, we're starting to see it unbundled in really interesting ways in things like Etsy or even in things like Shopify is a bit of a unbundling of Amazon. In the YouTube sense, I really see TikTok as an unbundling of a piece of YouTube. I don't think TikTok is competition to YouTube. I think they serve completely different uses. TikTok simply unbundled that piece of YouTube that people have been yearning for. The short, random content with a powerful recommendation engine, or the mysterious algorithm behind it. This is something YouTube used to be very strong at, and just the way their model has gone, that's not their strong suit anymore. Which is perfect for a company like TikTok to come in, unbundle that, I'm going to keep using that buzzword, unbundle that and do their own smaller application of random, short content, powerful recommendation algorithm, and they have a huge usage now because of that. But like I said, they are not in competition with YouTube. I really don't think so. A much more interesting conversation in terms of competition is TikTok and Instagram. They are way more head-to-head than TikTok and YouTube is. And I really think this TikTok overtakes YouTube headline twist is taking nuance out of the conversation where we could be having a nuanced conversation about TikTok and Instagram and what creators and influencers actually want from their platform. Now, I don't think TikTok is competition to YouTube, for the simple fact that, sure, TikTok has more usage per user, but YouTube has an unfathomable, unfathomable size of a user base. It is everywhere. It's in every corner of the internet. Your parents even show you YouTube videos on their own. They know how to do it, they know how to get to it, and it's everywhere. TikTok is not going to reach that but they don't have to. So the future of online video, I see more of these unbundlings happen. I see opportunity in video game content to end up on a a new unbundled platform. Different than Twitch, Twitch unbundled that live stream video game content but I think some pre-recorded and some focused game content could be really successful on another platform built out for. Nothing right now, but 
that could happen. I could see tutorial videos very similar to what uh, Skillshare are doing now. That is essentially an unbundling of YouTube to tutorial videos. There's all these really, really interesting unbundlings that can happen. Simply put, I don't see anyone coming and being direct competition to unseat YouTube. It's just, they're so big at this point, that's not even the conversation we should be having when these new platforms start doing really well. It doesn't put it in the right frame of reference. So what do you think about online video? What platforms do you like creating for, and where would you put your chips for the future of online video? You creating video for YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, somewhere else? None of them? I really want to know how this community is approaching video and where they see this bubble bursting. If that's the terms you want to use, if it's not the terms, who cares? I want to see how other creators are thinking about this. So with that, I'm going to jump into a little bit of content creator news. And at first glance, you might not think this story is content creator news, but I think it's super important for us to be paying attention to. And that's this court case that is still going on between Epic Games and Apple. So I'm not going to rehash the entire case. There's quite a bit to go through. But essentially, Epic Games doesn't want Apple to charge the rates that they charge. And they wound up putting in to Fortnite, their game. On iOS, they put in a different way to pay, I think. And that got them kicked off of the App Store. Because they were going around Apple's 30% cut. So it just came out that the judge in their case ruled that Apple could not prohibit apps and games from suggesting alternate modes of payment. They could put a button or a link to pay from the Epic Games website, but they still had to put a button that would process the payment through Apple's system. They couldn't side-skirt it, and Apple couldn't prohibit companies from funneling somewhere else. So everybody wins in theory, right? Eh, not quite. Apple sings this as a big victory. Epic Games isn't quite happy. Epic Games isn't happy because the judge ruled that Apple does not have a monopoly in this situation. They've repealed that Epic has, and they want to take this even higher and try to get, uh, get Apple declared as a monopoly on this mobile game section of the industry. But what's, what's Epic's actual goal here is that I think they want alternative stores to be allowed to operate on the iOS devices and for there to be simply more freedom for developers. So in short, they want the Epic Game Store on iPhones, where you can buy games, play games, outside of the App Store, through Apple, or on iOS, not through Apple, and probably they don't want that 30% cut on there either. Now, I don't know how this case is going to shape up. There's interesting arguments on both sides. I can understand Apple not wanting other games services to run on iOS. I understand Epic Games not wanting the blocked out of the massive user base of Apple, but where does the line get drawn 
between Apple owning the platform and the platform being open marketplace. I don't understand where that line gets drawn. And I think this is a very interesting case for content creators to watch and think about it in different terms. So, like, where is the line between Twitter owns the platform and you can tip creators on Twitter, but if you put a link out to your buy me a coffee link, the algorithm will punish that because of the outbound links. It's well-documented outbound links just don't get spread as far as no links. So is there a case to be made that if you're going to put like tipping buttons on the profile, but you're going to punish a buy me a coffee link, is that taking away rights of creators? Is that punishing creators unjustly? Or is that fine because that's Twitter and that's just how the Twitter algorithm works? I don't know how far you can stretch these arguments. It's, it's really interesting to take this Epic Games argument and try and apply it in these different fields. And the Apple one, too. It's just, it's very interesting. To Apple clearly wants to hold their walled garden and not let anyone get too much power inside their ecosystem. And, you know, that makes complete sense. But for developers, and for consumers even, it would make for a better market, potentially, if there was more options. But I don't know where the incentives lay. It's going to come down to court judgment, especially with Epic repealing this and going back to court. And this is another one I want to field over to my audience. I really want to know what you guys think of this case and who's just on either side. Is it just two big companies slapping each other and wasting everyone's time? Is there a serious discussion to be had about platforms, creators, and consumers to be had? I think so. Let me know what you think about this one. I'm very interested to hear what you all think. So those are my thoughts for today. This online video bubble between TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and how they all interplay with each other and they serve very different purposes. And the Epic Games case against Apple and where I see that being applied with content creators. If you enjoyed any of that, I really want to encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcast player you're listening to. Leave a review if that's an option for you. And of course, come connect with me on Twitter, intake underscore Anthony. I'm active pretty much every day and really like getting to know these other creators and the people in this little community that we've built so far. So thanks for listening. I'll be back in two weeks. If you want more from me, sign up for the newsletter and you'll get that right on Monday morning. Thank you.